Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to the Uncensored Anime Podcast, where we provide uncensored takes on anime. Um, for all of you new listeners out there, I am David. I'm joined by Jerry, who is hopefully to my side, and yeah. then Kenny, who's below me. Correct. Um, we are three people who love anime, and uh, today we're going to do just that. We're going to talk about anime. So we're going yeah. to get into some news, and then we're going to get into a topic about, you know, get a little into video games and anime like the connection between the two we're gonna we're gonna get into it so so jerry first thing first got any news to start us off with hell yeah um no but for real welcome back again welcome back again we are so excited to be here and tonight it is just the three boys again but tonight we are not going to be reviewing any anime for you we love to review anime here on the podcast but tonight we're actually going to take a little break from reviews and we don't have a guest with us it is just the boys chatting about something that we all are passionate about which is Video games and anime. God, your cat just took a big leap. Um, Video games and anime, which is something, yeah, we were just chatting about it the other day, and we thought it would be fun to get on an episode and just uh, chat about the intersection of these two things. Because uh, if you don't know, there's a pretty storied history of, uh, you know, games that legitimately built or helped fans to get into anime. Um, you know, learned about certain animes through video games, which is really cool. Um, so we're going to talk more of that, but uh, let's talk a little bit of news, boys. So, David, I actually think you have one of the most incredible news stories uh, this week. You brought it up to our attention, David. What what movie came out this week, and what happened with that movie? Yo, last week it, last in week, Japan sorry. last week, the movie that we've talked about on the show before that we're excited to see when it comes out in America, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Mugen Train, which is Demon Slayer, Infinity Train, came out. And um, we, I mean, I feel like we all expected it to do well. Right. But not only did it do well, it it shattered some fucking records, let me tell shattered. you. Shattered. Um, it according, it, broke it shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Let's see. So according to Wikipedia, you know, first, the film broke the first day record for a film release in Japan with one, 1. 1.2 billion yen, which Jeez. is about $11 million. And it's, I'm sure if, if you're an anime fan, you probably heard of the movie Spirited Away, uh, how Miyazaki film. It surpassed the record that Spirited Away previously held, which was $10 billion, which was a milestone that they got in 19 days, <sighs> held for 19 years. It got, um, I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> Spirited Away <laughs> held the record oh, for oh, yeah. 19 years. It, it became the, the fastest movie in the history of the Japanese box office to cross 10 billion yen. Correct. Which wow. was previously spirited away. Yes. So that's that's crazy. And it's only been out for two weeks at this point. Yeah, like a little over two weeks. So there's still, you know, room for it to keep increasing that threshold in money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's also the 10th highest grossing film in Japan in all, of all time. Yeah, that's pretty absurd, and actually. Yeah, yeah, it's also two other things. It's the highest. It is the highest grossing Japanese film of 2020. One of the right. world's highest grossing films in the world of 2020 and um and it came out and it came out officially october 16th so at this point it's been out for over two weeks weeks. yeah yeah, two two and a half weeks so that's crazy that's insane yeah i mean in a year with very little movies coming out demon slayer has the opportunity to be uh pretty dope for the anime industry i'm not gonna lie especially if I, i don't know uh, from my knowledge, I don't know how much of an international release this film really got. 
which traditionally, had this year been normal, I would believe that uh, Funimation would have done a full rollout here in the U.S., yeah. and you probably would have been able to see it across multiple screens. My assumption is they would have went all out to to get this movie out um, into U.S. audiences' hands, but here we are, and we aren't getting that. You know, there is no rollout. There's no nothing, actually. This movie's just up in the air about when we're actually all going to be able to see it, which is unfortunate. Um because you know, I think all of us, ever, all of us want to see it. Um, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be fucking tight. Uh huh. I, I mean, know what. I'm, I know what. It's it's covering a whole arc, which is cool. Yeah. Do you know um, how many chapters Kenny goes into the the Infinity Train it's arc? Twenty five, maybe. Wow. Yeah, it's like twenty ish. That's a lot but of chapters. It, but it is it is a lot of action. I have no doubt yeah. that it'll be fine. Train, you know, because if yeah. if in twenty minutes you can fit four chapters, then what is that? Yeah. About an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so then, I don't know if they've released... Because they haven't released any news for Season 2 of Demon Slayer, right? No, they no, did. No, they did. They, they did they release announced? the news, yeah. yeah. It oh. has been announced. So is it, just, is it just continuing after the movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, that's, that's how the story goes. So. I, and yeah, I mean, yeah I was, that makes sense. This could end up being a, just a really cool way to handle this. You know, they were pretty much like... Yeah. All right, let's ball out on a really awesome first season. Let's get film level budget and prove, you know, once they establish themselves and said, okay, look at how popular this series is. Got a huge budget. It's probably a baller ass film, just to be honest, because um, it adapts a cool arc and it, it is manga content. So they didn't write any new content, which is like yep. right. solid because, you know, most movies based off long running shonens are their own story usually original yeah, yeah. They, they write their own story so they're getting to adapt real content into a film um and so there you go and it's like you know we've got this hour and a half long uh adaptation in the highest possible quality it's probably baller as fuck honestly like it's probably yeah. dope i can't wait to see it um and, and it's gonna be U- sick it, they they've done UFO movies t- before they're badass dude aren't they, they the uh, late, uh infinity uh they're the fake Cre- night guys. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they yeah. did unlimited blade works, which people talk about how it's it's the it's you know the like a- standard like you know the yeah. best animation you can see on you know so. And they, uh, the other scenario in Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel, they oh, yeah. did it as a as a movie trilogy instead of doing another series. So see, and that's like such a baller move. Like it's just like UFO tables. Like look at me, look at me. You know, like. Yeah. We, we can make movies out of cool anime, and, and now, and honestly, the fact that it's doing so well is kind of like, it adds some oil to the fire, right? It's like, other companies yep. might consider trying something like this. Especially know. if you can do, like, in Demon Slayer's case, they have enough space where, while you're in production for season one, you could then do an arc in movie form, and have it also in production, uh, and then you, you can you can you buffer totally them. could you could buffer them yeah so that, so that your seasonal your seasonal anime you're not away from it as as long like like mm. with Attack on Titan or One Punch Man or That's even My Hero yeah you can make it so that people aren't like I want more of this but it's not coming out for another year or two years or fuck yeah, I want now, Stone Ocean to come out so mm-hmm. now the great part oh I do too David how are you doing with JoJo's oh I'm. I so I have like I'm like in the middle of like eight nine anime right now because I'm I've I've converted 
I'm full on weed now. He's weed, converted. I'm full weed, on weed episode now. twelve. We did it, guys. I like. I started it's a show. Twelve I get episodes. episodes in, and then I start a new show, and now I'm like balancing all these shows. But um, I think I'm like on episode like ten or eleven of Golden. Oh, okay. uh, but I definitely plan on fi- on finishing all the shows I'm currently watching. I plan to finish before the end. I'm excited for. I think judges. Part five has one of the biggest like end mind fucks of any of the seasons. Like, the finale of Part 5 is such a... For anyone who's seen it that's listening, it's it's something else. Uh, it, uh, David, let me tell you, it's bizarre. Oh, it's bizarre, it's bizarre all right. It's bizarre. The, the, ending, the ending of Part 2 is super bizarre, because he literally flew in space. Yep. Not space, but, like, in the atmosphere. Ending of, ending of Part 3 fucked me up, because... Spoilers. I won't spoilers, say them, but... Spoilers. Because... because Things Don't happen, I was, and, they, and they made me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Part five. All is, we can I'm say really is, if for some reason you still don't watch JoJo's, just, just, just do it. Just do yeah, it. It's JoJo's, bro. It's JoJo's. Dude, if you're listening to this, you need to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Just watch JoJo's. Fucking yeah. um, okay, boy. So some other cool news uh, today yes. within the last 24 hours. The Promised Neverland Season 2, which we've reviewed here on the podcast. We reviewed the first season, sorry. Um, the Promised Neverland Season 2 got an official release date. We knew it was coming in uh, the next season. Uh, we just didn't know what the date was, so we have a date now. It's January 7th, I believe. Um, that is the date that the first episode will come for Season 2 of Promised Neverland, which is very, very exciting. And I think all of us here are excited because it is potentially the most... Um, I'm so excited. I can't call it the most promising shonen because I guess technically that's Demon Slayer right now, right? But yeah. to me, it's and the Mike most. And Both Mike of these are, are finished, too. So. But Promise Neverland to me is the most um, unique shonen anime that we've ever gotten. Yeah. So I'm excited to see the direction that we're taking it. Um, yeah. So I don't know, boys. That, that's exciting. We have another release date, right? Yeah. A month from yeah. the, this episode. The new season of Attack on Titan will be hitting the airs. Um, yep. David still needs to watch it. David still yeah, needs to watch it. I need to add it to my list. But uh, for most of you out there, you're probably excited like I am. Uh, we've got MAPPA taking over as the animation directors for it. And I got to say. MAPPA? I was worried. Mm-hmm. I was worried when it switched hands from Wit Studio, which did all the other seasons of Attack on Titan. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, when it switched studios to MAPPA, I was a bit worried because most of MAPPA's track record is in the 3D realm, right? A lot of what they were producing, and still are, is sort of that weird 3D CG anime. Um, but my faith has been quite restored, thanks to an anime that I want us to chat about briefly before we get into our main topic tonight. And that's Jujutsu Kaisen. Right. And I was very worried about the idea of MAPPA taking on a strong shonen weekly anime that really doesn't need 3D animation. I was like, come on, like, don't do Titan like that. Like, give us some traditional 2D, make the 2D models look really good and on character, make it work. I was worried, but watching Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm blown away. Boys? I'm lost in paradise, one would say. I'm lost in paradise. I. So, you know, I don't know if this is, like, a feeling people generally have, but this show makes me, like, I don't want to read the manga because I don't want to be spoiled by, like, the goodness of what's to come. I want to, like, 
take take it in like little bite-sized pieces mm-hmm. and just enjoy it, you know? I feel like that's a good thing because it's like I feel like if it was like whatever, I'd be like, oh, I just read it and then just move on with my life. Yep. But I think what at this point there's only I think five episodes. Yeah, five as of um, this recording, six I think tomorrow is when six comes out. Oh, six has dropped tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean every single episode I've just been, oh my god, like mm-hmm. and the, the next episode it's gonna be some Naruto QB bullshit. Oh, oh shit. I'm I'm so excited. So and, uh, there are so many cool characters. Uh yeah, I, I, I mean one thing yeah, that they, I said they, they, they a panda, and I'm like, panda. After what's episode up? five, when I saw that there was just an, a, a human panda, I said, <laughs> yeah. "Boys, are we in for some <laughs> show. hell of a Come ride. on, he's just a he's just a panda. Panda yeah. thing is. Pushy girl said, "Pushy girl said, that's panda." And she said, "That's panda." I, I, what, what else is there to What else is there to explain? Oh, it's panda, goodness. man. Um, yeah, yeah, it's so. There's a every couple things. So you kind of can have like. I feel like with Shonen, it's pretty easy to note uh, whether or not. Oh, guys, I got some like fucking candy on my microphone. Uh, oh, wait, is it those those trolley? Uh, yeah, corn? yeah, yeah. I spit a little bit on oh. my mic. Oh, oh no. my god! You said you were good. You're just. I'm just over here like. Oh, out, no, I switched. <laughs> sorry, I, I switched to M and M's. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. The the less messier candy. Here's what I'll say about Shonen, right? Occasionally, you watch a new shonen, and you know, you know, something special about it, right? When I watched the first episode of My Hero years ago, yep, it's like you just know when you re- when you watch that first episode, this is gonna go somewhere. There's something going on here. Go rewatch the first episode of Bleach. Go rewatch the first episode of Naruto. Go rewatch. Um, hell, even the first episode of Dragon Ball Z has this feeling about it. Where you can tell that no matter how stupid the story is, no matter how ridiculous the plots might get, no matter how faded this might become, there's something there that's going to outlast this series. And only a few shows in recent memory have like really made, you know, My Hero, and I, to me, Demon Slayer as well. I, I think I like to flame yeah. Demon Slayer a little bit, but genuinely, when I watched the first episode of that show... Episode one? I said... Something has happened here that's really good. And I think that, honestly, it did something the manga hadn't done, right? It, I think I, I will say it and say it ever, over and over again. UFO Table saved Demon Slayer. It, yeah. it saved oh, Demon yeah. Slayer. And I don't know if this is the case with Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, I haven't read the manga. But I will say that other than... Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is not an outstandingly popular manga series. It is a moderately popular shonen manga. One that has obviously <laughs> lasted... Uh, it's held on to its place in Shonen Jump, and that's why yeah. it ended up getting an anime series. But by no means was it outperforming, uh, or really just being above average, right? Just barely above average. But I think MAPPA, another outstanding animation... I mean, just B-stars, guys. Like, um, yeah. MAPPA is yeah. just so clean. and Banana fish? I think, I mean, at least well Banana animated. Fish. But it's pretty, it's pretty hey, banana fish is good. All right. As much as I was worried, Jujutsu Kaisen would just be another nothingness. I think Mappa injected so much energy and style into this show in the first episode that even though the story, I'll say it right now, the story is a carbon 
motherfucking copy of older shonens. Literally, there's a oh, team of three jujutsu sorcerers. One of them's a little bit off to himself. One's a little headstrong. One's, uh, you know, kind of a boy, tomboy. Um, and they have a fucking eye-wrapped sensei with white hair. Guys, it's literally Naruto, but with it's, Nar- it's, yeah. it's Naruto and Bleach. Fused it's, together. Yeah, it's That's literally it it's like the author took Naruto and Bleach and they just mixed it together. It's, yeah, but <laughs> I, with a little bit of Yu Yu Hakusho. In yeah, they tossed in a little. They sprinkled yeah. in a little bit of like the Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, they just took a lot of yeah. those tropes, which isn't bad. And I say this all the time about shonen anime: being tropey isn't bad. It's bad when it's cliche, but if it's tropey, it can work. If you do something that makes the characters feel important. And in the very first episode of the show, we talked about it on the um, our episode where we went over all 13, but I don't think I mentioned this specific point. The very first episode, our main character visits his grandfather in the hospital. He has a steep moment, and the grandfather dies, and we see Yuji's reaction in the first episode to an integral like moment of emotional reaction. And it's in that moment that you say you either like, you either love Yuji or you don't. And in that moment, you know that he's something that there's something there that is characterization. That's going to be different. As of the recent episode, Fushiguro got a little bit of backstory that I'm ready for. I think there's so much fun to play with his character so, uh, where I gotta give Gege Akutama, uh, a, that's the author of Jujutsu, he took the tropes and he elevated them. He elevated the tropes another time. I cannot believe how many times a, I'm looking at you, Black Clover, I'm looking at you, how many times a new shonen will come out and it will not elevate shonen tropes. It'll just use them and hope that it works, hopes that it sticks. Mm-hmm. Fairy Tale, Black Clover, Fire Force. These are all anime and manga that have tried to attempt to... They've tried to elevate shonen, but they have come up short, right? I think Jujutsu Kaisen proves in episode one... Again, I don't know if this is the manga's doing or if this is MAPPA's doing, but they were able to map out a plot in episode one alone that elevated the game. Because at the end of episode one, we are introduced to another shonen trope, which is this idea of a trapped demon inside of the character, which it wasn't there until the end of episode one. So sorry for the spoiler. Yep. We talked about this before. And at the end of that, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's over. You know, you took a trope, but they have brought it to another de- development. They said he's trapped in there, but Itadori Yuji is not trying to figure out how to control it. He doesn't give a fuck. He already has it under control. And I said, yeah. why, how, who, what? Um, and that's what I knew this was going to elevate that trope for us in the show genre. So I'm so excited because I am just like David. I cannot, I won't read the manga. I almost did. And I'm like, no, I'm having way too much fun watching this week. It's good. And yeah. every week, every weekend, I am stoked to watch a new episode for the last couple weeks. And um, God damn, guys. Sorry. I, that was my... Yes. Hey, this was no, on my I, mind. <laughs> I think I think a really good point that you mentioned with mm-hmm. like very successful shonen, and I mean we saw this. I mean, like you said, like in the, the first episode of Bleach, the first episode of Naruto, so mm-hmm. the first episode of One Piece. There's like a very dramatic scene that the main character experiences. You like see them yeah. at a low point, and it like it just sets you up 
for your relationship with that character throughout the entire show. So like, like, I mean, like the first episode of all those, the, the big three, mm-hmm. you're instantly in love with those characters. Cause you see them like get shit on and you, you're, they're the underdog. You want to see them do well and succeed. And it then ha- they become, they become OP in the end, but yeah, mm-hmm. the valleys make the peaks feel so much better. Whatever, yep. whatever Simon the digger literally is depressed after his, his this brother, man talking about girl in the best friend Kamina <laughs> dies and it takes like five episodes for him to come back together. Whenever he says, who the hell do you think I am? My drill is the drill that'll pierce the heavens, bro. You feel that because you felt those valleys. You saw Eugene. You, it gave us absolute silence on a picture Yo. in the first episode. Absolute yeah. silence, no noises, just a single picture of Yuji looking at his grandfather. Yo, Mappa deserves a fucking award for that scene. I don't know yeah. how to... Yeah. I, gotta, I want to read the manga version because that, that blew my mind, guys. Yeah. It was, it was, like, kind of short, but it was, like, so, like... it Yeah. It was so impactful. Yeah, it was, it, it just, it was it's, just the right amount of time of silence. You remember totally when that... Silent. You remember when that, that sea beast ate Shank's arm? Yep. Remember that? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. In episode one, when Iruka stepped in and took that shuriken in the back of his back to protect Naruto? You guys yeah. remember that shit? You remember in episode yeah. one of My Hero when my boy Deku didn't have no powers? He bum rushed that villain. He bum rushed it. I said, if a mangaka can establish a shonen MC's intention and motive in the first scenes and Never falter from that. You are in for one wild fucking ride. That's all I'm going to say. And holy shit, am I ready to love Itadori Yuji because he is an MC for M- Like, I, I love the fuck out. I mean, I didn't expect... Very few shows do I immediately get drawn towards the main character. I, I generally... I don't know about you guys, but I feel like generally uh, fans of a show, especially long-running shonens, they kind of have their favorite side character. Honestly, like we all have our favorite, yeah. but Yuji, what up? What? Wait, what? It's a guy. It's a guy. my right. favorite. There's, there's always these side characters that are so fun and fleshed out. I mean, I love Rock Lee to death. I love Tinya to death. Yeah. I'm a huge, but Neji, rest but in peace. Itadori Yuji, I'm so ready for him to run the show. Um, the only other MC that I think can even come close, like I think, slowly over time, I hated Naruto a lot more. The character. And then by the end, I started liking him a lot more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. kind of in the middle, you kind of are like, who the fuck? Like, fuck Naruto. You're like, yeah, Naruto's I fuck like him. Yeah. But then by the end, he kind of becomes dope again. Um, yeah. But uh, there's very few main characters over time. I think Yusuke is a good example of a main character that just is incredibly likable beginning to end. He's just likable. Um, yeah, but that show has one of the best supporting casts ever. So uh, I, yeah, you know, I actually yeah, I fucking love the whole. He he he, he uh, ate drama and ah, but are even more like you're a meshy. Yeah. <laughs> you're a meshy. Um, no, but uh, what I'm saying is yeah, Yuji just I'm really ready for him to be himself. I, I think he's gonna be really good. Luffy is the only other character I can think of off the top of my head that is just unquestionably. He's just a lead character that people can't stop loving to the point where like yeah. Oda is literally not allowed to like not have him in a chapter. Like the the editors <laughs> get pissed if Oda's like Luffy's going to be gone for 10 chapters. The editors are like stop no, no, no. Slow, slow down. 
They get rid of Zoro for like 300 chapters? Yeah. But Luffy's like, no. Oda can, Oda can get away with getting rid of anyone else, but if Luffy is off screen for too long, the yeah. fans revolt. They're like, we love Luffy. He always I mean, is the best. I mean, think about Luffy. Oh, there it is. Kenny's disconnected the night. Think about what? Think about what? Through the goal. What do I think about? We'll never know. We'll never know. Kenny, what are we thinking about, man? Also, uh, think about Luffy's characterization. Whenever Luffy says to Robin, tell me that you want to live. Whenever whenever he turns around and look at Fujitora and says, we're going to have to fight him anyway. I'll fight you right here. Luffy does some shit, bro. Whenever he punches Bellamy, bro. Whenever he whacks Bellamy. What? Luffy does some shit where you're like, yeah, that's my captain. Like yeah, that's that's no. my captain. And that character and so, is there in chapter thirty. You know what I mean? Like, always. Yeah. He, I mean, when he pops, he's the same. Arlong, All chapters. Same. When he hits Arlong with that fucking gum gum axe in the yep. in the Arlong Park arc, you already know yeah. who Luffy oh is, dude. And he busts Whenever that whole he takes thing down. Yeah. He takes his hat hat off and puts it on Nami and says, "Listen, I'm about to I'm about to save you." So, so I I I'm not I, I'm not saying that that Jujutsu is gonna just catapult. It's gonna be the next Demon Slayer or something. It's not uh, you know I don't know if it's gonna be the next like super hot fad. I think a lot of people try to call that each season. Say, "Oh, this one's gonna be the next one." I don't know if there's really like any um, next layer to that. Like I don't know if that's gonna be Jujutsu exactly, but I do think. It- that uh, Jujutsu has so much potential, and it all has to do with Itadori Yuji and characterization, and that's it. Yeah. I think that's that's where I'm at with it. So even though you know Gojo might be my favorite character, and also there's another character pretty soon to be introduced that might be my favorite character, but Yuji definitely the... <laughs> makes, makes me happy. What do you guys think about the principal? The principal in his um. Oh, I like the, it's a stuffed animal. Yeah, his stuffed animal. Yeah, I was like, what is it called? It's like, uh, that was incredible. That was incredible. The panda. Uh, and I'm sure David loves it, but uh, the, okay, so the scene when he gets his, his outfit and Gojo oh, yeah. is like, oh, you know, I see you saw your outfit. And he's like, wait, why does mine have a hood? And Gojo was like, cuz, just cuz. I just felt like it. And yeah. I was like, damn, that's like. I feel like that's the author just telling us like I have style and grace and you guys have to do it. So David, I'm sure you love the 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 streetwear style that goes like this yeah. show embodies sh- like streetwear and like modern yeah. modern um very like modern aesthetic. Um very yeah, it's, it's very it's, it's, uh, David. Oh, sorry. You got you but mm-hmm. but especially like in the ending the, mm-hmm. the ending yeah. song you see the them movie. like in just some Boston fucking Boston. style like Where's there's drip. The, uh, <laughs> the drip so is so drippy. Where's the? Uh, I'm surprised uh, it's not yeah. a TikTok dance challenge yet. Can we start that? Uh, what the heck? Can we start the uncensored anime podcast? The uh, Paradise TikTok dance, dance challenge. I'm so surprised it's not already a thing. Actually, maybe it is. Maybe we're just behind the curtain. I bet it is. Yeah. I just feel like yeah. the dances are too iconic in that ending. Uh, in that ending and song. I haven't skipped is, it yet. By the way, I've listened to it every yeah, single time so I watch these shows. I, I listen oh, to yeah. it. I listen to it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love opening it. any ending, I don't skip. Can't skip it. I can't. I, uh, just to talk even more on Jujutsu Kaisen, Mm -hmm. there's something in writing where if you make your characters interesting, if you say younger Tagoro doesn't drink, he likes orange juice. That's such an odd piece of information that is important to the character's characterization. And Jujutsu Kaisen does it so often where like Gojo was 
sightseeing whenever he came to uh, <laughs> come to school. And, you know, they're, they're, the characters That's have another. other intentions. Or they go, to, they go to Shibuya or where do they go in episode three with the girl? And Yuji and the I girl. Think are, Tokyo, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're, is, they're both like sightseeing and they're like excited. It's like, like, oh like an area in to- Tokyo that they wanted to see. It was um, yeah. maybe like Akihabara or something like that. Yeah, one of those, one of those, yeah. like, and they're like, like Yeah, let's issues. go. And you know, that sort of odd characterization where, like, you know, it's not even about your morals or you know, it's not characterization that's important to your plot, it's characterization for the sake of characterization, and that's something that I really love and really enjoy. You know, who's you know, who's the master of that in shonen manga? His Tanashi? name is no, his name is oh. Ichiro Oda. Oh. Every every single named One Piece character, which by the way, One Piece has one of the most named characters in uh the entirety of like I believe of of manga of all time. Um yeah, I'm so, not surprised. Um Oda is the master in my opinion, the master of characters that don't you didn't expect to have characterization get characterization. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, if you would have ever guessed that Senior Pink would have gotten the storyline that he got, <laughs> did, why did Senior Pink so, get that? So, why did that happen? It's so deep. It's, it's so, oh my God. Senior. It's heartbreaking, damn it. Why is like, a baby? You forget that, you forget that during Dressrosa, like, Kiros, the toy soldier, and Rebecca, yeah. those characters, we've never seen them again since, essentially, uh, briefly, yeah. in, uh, in the, the, the reverie. But Reverie. those two characters got in intimate and intense, intense backstory. Um, and for those of you that are in uh, the current arc of One Piece, there's a character named by the name of Chad Odin. No, um, <laughs> his name is. Uh, <laughs> he's not Chad. He, he is a Chad. Uh, Odin. He Odin. Is, bro. And Odin gets a very lengthy backstory. And yeah, this like, character like ten chapters. Yeah, this character. Yeah. And, and why, you know, Oda just doesn't give a fuck. Like, it, and I think that Kenny, you, you making that comparison, Jujutsu Kaisen, again, I've seen five episodes, but I already feel that, that level of care for minuscule character moments. And if Mappa can hold that up in the animated version and the quality level that they're at now, if they can keep this up, um, I do think this is going to be a massive international hit. I think it's going to be like Demon Slayer. And by the time this is over, uh, we're gonna we're gonna know like I bet we'll find Jujutsu Kaisen merch it at Hot Topic next year yeah. early next year you I know mean, what I mean like it, yeah. the anime already is merch like it I'm like I I would love to have a the uh, paint style ending of uh, the ending song like mm-hmm. yeah, Jojo like, or yeah oh that'd be so cool <clears throat> that would be just, so dope I want everything from it uh, they already released the Nindroid for uh, uh, Yuji. And I, oh, I need to pre I forgot to pre-order it. Fudge, I forgot about it. This just reminded me that they just... The pre-orders just closed, but I'll probably pick it up Damn when it, it comes Jerry. out. I meant to pre-order it, uh, but I forgot. But, uh, yes, the, the Nindroid has already been revealed, which is... that's They obviously were planning it before the show came out because uh, the fact yeah. they already revealed it that fast. Um, yeah, so Jujutsu Kaisen, if you're not watching it, you're wrong, and uh, you need to sit, take a second. It's, it's unquestionably, in my opinion, the best show of the season, and... Um, whether you're a shonen anime fan or not, it, this is a this is a show worth giving your time. So give it a shot. Shit, that we've already taken up a lot of time uh, before we even get to our Ooh. main topic, which is sweet. Uh, no, 
I, I, because I still had one more thing I want to talk about before we get into our main topic. Um, it's fine, guys. You apologize, guys. I what am up? beyond excited for Shaman King to come back next year. Shaman King. I oh, cannot yeah. get over how excited I am for this show, and <laughs> I was so hyped. I watched the show when I was a kid, right on Fox Box or whatever the hell it was called. And, you know, had that opening. It's like, to be shaman, shaman king. And the spirit is yours. Was it four kids? Yeah, it was four kids. Yeah, um, sure. And, you know, I, I liked it a lot as a kid. I liked it a lot, a lot as a kid. Um, I remember I used to, like, draw Yo and Amina Maru in my, like, sketchbooks. I think yeah, I made, right. like, a digital sprite of Yo as, like, a Jump Ultimate Stars character. So this goes back to our co- topic later. Um no, yeah, because I wanted Yo to be, or no, Yo is in Jump Ultimate Stars, but yeah, I made yeah. him, I made from his colors from that a sprite for him to be in another game. I made him in the style of the Bleach 2D uh, DS fighting game. Um, that's I was so high. I used to love Shaman King as a kid, and I just totally forgot about it. I had not thought about Shaman King in years, um, and the fact they announced this new thing, I got really hype, and so I've been hunting down the original manga volumes. So for those of you listening, and for you two boys, I don't know if you guys know this. Shaman King, the manga in America, was published by Viz, right? Viz does a lot of manga publishing in America. But the manga went out of print a couple years ago. And all that means is just Viz has decided to stop printing it. Um, But it's somewhere down the line. It seems like they've lost the rights to it or something like that. So they're never going to reprint it. So the original volumes, the single edition volumes, won't be reprinted. They're done. Um, And that means you can't find them in bookstores anymore. And you have to go secondhand to get your hands on Shaman King at this point. So the value of those volumes has actually started to rise a little bit. The finale volume, uh, I think I was looking online, it was like $80 just to get the last volume in the series. One volume, a $9.99 volume for like $80. Um, How many volumes are there in total? 32 that were published in English. Only 32. There are 35, actually. Um, The last three were a follow-up manga that the author wrote where he rewrote the ending. And this is what I was kind of saying earlier to you, David, before we started recording. Uh, There was an ending that he wrote. And then Takai changed his mind and he like re he ripped back and he just like changed it. He was like, actually, I want it to be this. And he like rewrote the ending. So there's like an alternate ending essentially, um, to Shaman King that exists, um, that extended it. And that was because they republished them as, so uh, in Japan, you publish each volume they call it a Tonkoban, right? So it's a single volume, usually about, about eight chapters of manga. They republished yeah. them as what's called Kanzeban, so they put them into multiple volumes, like two volumes in one, essentially, like mm-hmm. a two-in-one here in America. Um, and America has sort of started to copy that style. You can now buy a lot of two-in-ones with, like, hardbacks. JoJo's is being published that way. Um, Berserk is being published in an even wilder, larger format. Soul Eater is being republished in that style. It wasn't as popular a couple years ago in America, but now it's starting to come back. Shaman King got a republish in Japan. When they finished the republication of the Kanzebans, he rewrote the ending. He changed the ending and added new content. Really weird uh, decision wow. for Takai. And there's been multiple spinoffs since the ending of the show, including one that is still technically, I believe, in publication. So he's. I think there's like two or three spinoffs that each have a couple volumes as well that were either overseen. There's a lot of Shaman King lore, but the anime series that adapt that was adapted way back in the day only adapted about a hundred chapters of the original manga and then uh, created its own ending. It full it pulled a Full Metal Alchemist. Um, it just sort of made up an ending for a finale and uh, ended up pretty, being pretty far off from what actually happened because there are uh, almost 200 chapters of unadapted content 
that happened after where they stopped. So the new the new remake is going to be really awesome. I hope they adapt the entirety of the story beginning to end. That's all we can really hope for, right? We really want the whole damn story. But uh, I, I reread the first two. So I, I've been hunting for the last couple of weeks to track down uh, some volumes of Shaman King for a good price. I didn't want to spend more than a couple dollars a volume. So I've been able to hunt down the first eight volumes. I have the first eight volumes on hand. They're actually on the shelf back here. You might be able to see them. Um, and so I, I've read the first two volumes this week. And wow, guys. Guys. Should I be I, excited? I'm excited. I, I mean... Okay, so a little bit of Yo's backstory. about to summon his stand, bro. And a little bit of backstory on Hiroyuki Takai. Prior to publishing Shaman King, right... He actually had a, a previous series in Jump called, I believe it was called Butsu Zone, and it got canceled super fast, right? But before he wrote Butsu Zone, him and Ichiro Oda both were uh, like mangaka in training, right? They did they worked for another mangaka, which is yep. Nobuhiro Watsuki, okay? And Nobuhiro Watsuki is the author and creator of Roroni Kenshin, right? Mm. So Oda and Takai, they worked together under Watsky. Watsky's not a good guy, by the way, guys. He's not a good person. Uh, IRL. But uh, they got to know each other. So Hiroyuki and Oda debuted. Shaman King debuted just a year after One Piece because Butsu Zone and One Piece, uh, I believe, debuted in the same year. They essentially both got into Shonen Jump simultaneously. Takai got canceled. Um, and it wasn't until a second attempt that he had a long-running series, right? So then Sh Shaman King landed and it lasted from like 1998 until like 2005 or 2006, something like that. A pretty lengthy amount of time. Um, so yeah, I think that this is a really cool, I mean, yeah, I read the first two volumes and I'm just shook by the timeliness uh, of the series. And um, yeah, I think people are going to really have a good time with the reanimated version. I, I, I think it's going to have a whole, you know how like when Hunter Hunter came out in 2011, they redid it. Yeah. And all of a sudden it became like an anime phenomenon. Yeah. Right. And then Same remember, remember when JoJo's came out and they, what was that? 2012 or something. And it became yeah, an, yeah. an anime phenomenon. I'm calling it right now, right now on this podcast. Next JoJo's. When Shaman King comes out next year, it's going to be a phenomenon. People are going to love it. People, people, are gonna people love, love Shaman King, man. People, people already love it. They already have some nostalgia towards it. It's already a pretty popular shonen. But it's a shonen that never got its it never got its due. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it it got an anime series, a long running one that lasted for like a year and a half, two years, but it never was done right. And um, I don't think this is gonna be like, you know what? I, this is not gonna be like the craziest thing ever. But it's certainly gonna blow some people's minds. I think people are gonna we're gonna have a lot of new little shaman kings running around. You know what I mean? Some of these new anime weebs. That like mm -hmm. think that they they know everything yeah. about anime. They're like, like Shaman King's great. Yeah. They're gonna be like, oh my god, did you guys know Shaman King's the fucking goat? Yeah, not to now? totally gatekeep, but yeah, no, but I, you guys know what I mean. I'm the keeper of the keys. I'll keep. I'll keep. Like this is a show that's mattered a lot to me. And rereading the manga was really cool because it reminded me of a lot of the important story parts I I couldn't remember as a kid. Um, and I or I'm like remembering while reading it. So I'm excited to keep reading the manga. That's why I've been tracking it all down because I want to read it all. It's getting republished finally next year in English and I'll probably pick up those as well, but it's getting republished as the two in ones. 
So sort of in the oh, Kanzebon okay. format, but in America. So the single issue of, of Shaman King will never be published again in America. So I do think the value of that collection will go up a little bit uh, in time. Right. Because people, as much as like the two-in-ones are like cool, people are going to want the OG singles if they exist. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a cool look. So I'm trying to track down all of it. I, it's really expensive, but I don't want to spend very much. Jerry? I know. Jerry? I I need to not, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to track down a little bit at a time. I have eight volumes already, so I found eight volumes. I paid less than $5 for each of them, so um, I was able to, yeah, at places like Half Price Books, local bookstores, uh, you can still find them for, you know, nothing, because they either don't realize they're worth anything, you know what I mean? They'll just throw them in their manga pile yeah, right, yeah. and not realize that yeah. it's going for a lot more, but I did find one Half Price Books that had them marked up, so some stores noticed that their, vault, their caught values going up. Which I was like, oh, I, I gotta. Um, like five dollars, yeah. let me make it fifteen. No, yeah, exactly. The one volume was fifteen, and one was twenty-five. And I was like, God, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, quit. Half. That's. I was like, it says nine ninety-nine. I said nine ninety-nine. That's not twenty-five. Isn't half price of nine ninety-nine. That's not how math works. No. Ooh, um, ooh. Yes, I'm really excited for Shaman King, guys, and I think everyone should be. The re the redo should be really awesome. So if you're not if you're not tuned into that and you want to go check it out, the best way to get a hold of Shaman King is actually the worst part about it is you either have to go to one of those infamous websites that has maybe some illegal manga on it. Um, or nobody does that here. No, no. We or don't. you're gonna have to track down the single issues in English. So and there is some weird censoring in the single issues also. Um, yeah, yeah. That was it's it. Kind of took me back. Yeah. Most of the blood and, and the violence is mostly kept intact. Some of the cursing is kept intact. But for some reason, there was like, he said, you! And then it showed like, star, asterisk, exclamation point. I was like... That's pretty funny. I was like, just it's change kinda... the... I was like, just change the word to a, like... You not, jerk! Yeah, yeah, just make it... Yeah, just make... You know, you jerk, whatever. But instead, they like, yeah. they like put a censored... You, I was like, this you is weird. fuck! Yeah, I... I, I wonder like, if that's what he called it. No, what, David? Like, censorship is, like, so, like, not cringe, but, like, Ooh. it's so, like, it makes sense seeing in, like, early 2000s, but I feel like now, like, yeah. it's, like, so, it's everywhere. I'm know? about like, to say. It's, it's, like, hard to. Listen. Listen, like, David. No one cares if a little kid sees the word fuck. Listen, know? David. They're going to do a kid's bob version of wet-ass pussy. So this world is coming to an end. No, I'm just, I don't wait, know. If wait, wait, wait. I don't know if they're actually going to do it. But can you source, imagine source. that? Can you imagine? No, dude, wet no. Meow meow. I, I was standing I was in, um, I was I in, a, I was in a Target, and I heard Doja Cat's Say So, the kid's bop version playing. And I was like, isn't part of the like, chorus? For part of the chorus, doesn't she just say ass and titties? I'm pretty sure that no, didn't need to know. Yeah. What What the hell? Why did they need to adapt Doja Cat's ass and titties say so to... Uh, why, it, why does Kids Bop still exist? I don't know. Who's listening to I guess kids are Who, listening to it. Who's paying for it? No. Who is putting these kids bops together? <laughs> Too many bops for the kids. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know. I, I'm just ready. I'm ready for Moist Moist Meow Meow, dude. They're, moist Moist Meow Meow. I did find I'd rather it. just listen to, it, love, to the Japanese version. It. Is there a Japanese WAP yet? Oh, uh, the Japanese Rainy Choose Say So in Japanese. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah. I listen to that shit. I don't all know the time. if there's a Japanese WAP. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, uh, knowing that girl, the girl who does those covers, she's probably done it already or is planning it. Yeah. And if not, then hey, Rainy Chu, if you see this, um, 
please make a Japanese version of WAP right now um, because I need that in my life. No. Uh, okay, boys. Let's talk about you games. All, you got, got all the news out of your system? Our, Jared, all the news? Let's talk about games. Our top story tonight. Let's talk about our games. Our top story tonight is, um, you know, I'm at a crossroads in my life. Oh, geez. Where I have to choose. Here we go, boys. <laughs> which... 2D waifu truly stands above all. And I know it's Lucina. Wait. But, you know, maybe I should play more anime games to find out. And so I want to talk tonight about games and anime and how games often follow similar anime tropes and styles, especially in the Japanese RPG uh, subset, as well as other types of games, like gotcha games. And basically tonight, we're going to talk about why I'm going to play Genshin Impact. And I'm going to pull all the waifu. Because I need them. Um, I need waifu. And that's my life. Yep. I like waifus. And I want them. But, so, before we start the discussion, I, I'm just curious. Like, So, we've seen and we've played together actually yep. over the years a lot of video games that are based off of anime mm-hmm. yep and one of them that we've talked a lot on the show before jump ultimate stars which was a ds game yep. um i don't think there was an english version so you had to either import it from import japan it. or just play a rom of it yep um very fun first i wanted to ask you guys first do you guys have a favorite video game based off an anime do you have a least favorite? Just like what? Which ones come to mind when you think of video games based on anime? Video games based off of anime and not vice yes. versa. Not vice versa. Well, we, uh, we can do vice versa. We can. But, no, yeah. We can talk about. I think we need to talk about animes based off video games later as a separate discussion. So, and okay. Kenny, your your opening point about Genshin Impact, and it it's a wifey it's a waifu gambling simulator by the so way. Wife, it's waifu um, the game. Okay? No, no, it's not even waifu. waifu the game. It's gambling on hot women, two D hot women. That's literally what it is. Oh, um, pause. They're not really like hot. They're, they look like children. So, ew. Okay. Are you serious? I thought they had big titties. Some well, of them have, like, have big. Titties. Some of them do, but like, if you want to yeah. like pick, if you want to play like a gacha game for like, like hot women, you got to play Epic Seven. Oh, David has a so this what is, is that one. So you're telling me that Genshin Impact isn't just it's not just a a waifu simu it's it's in its own genre. There's a there's a genre of waifu of waifu gacha games. You, but, you don't play Genshin Impact for waifus. You play it because you want to have a gacha experience along with the Breath of a Wild experience. If you want a waifu, I've not heard anyone experience. You play not, Epic Seven. Epic Seven. I want to play Genshin Impact because I need to earn. all I thought people were only playing Genshin Impact for the for the women. I didn't realize yeah. that it also had a fun game underneath. Yeah, it's, if, it's they, really if they game. are, it's a fun game. It's a, fun game. They, it's a very fun game. I've I've have a, a few hours. Oh, David, have you logged really a couple fun. hours on a Genshin Impact? My man? Yeah, <laughs> I played, it's because I, I love Breath of the Wild. So I'm like, I who's like your, gotcha games. Who's your, I love Breath of the Wild. Who's your top unit, dude? Who's your yeah? Who's, who's your guy? Um, uh, I can't. I don't remember their names, but there's like a, a boy. He has a sword. No, I think you, you they have, a they boy. Have, they have boys in there. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, okay, I use a boy. I, I, you guys, I'm David. Right now. David. I'm telling you this right honestly, now. Honestly, Kenny. Okay? Honestly, Kenny. Bonk. If you play 
any game, any Japanese style anime game, and your party isn't all girls. Why are you even playing? Oh them? my lord! What are you thinking, bro? Can you honestly, go? To, no, bonk. You go to horny jail, Kenny. You're done. No, I'm just honestly. Yuffie and Tifa. Yeah. yeah. Give me what Riku ever. and Lulu. Come on. Okay. If you're yes. playing Final Fantasy VIII, you got your Quistus, you got your selfie, and and Squall. Because my yeah, favorite Final Fantasy character. My favorite Final Fantasy girl is the green-haired girl from Final Fantasy was six. Radia. Tara? Oh no, Tara. 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 Tara from Tara? six. Yeah. Hey, let me she tell you, Final my Fantasy six girl. is a good, good one to play with all girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yes. Okay. The quest for the oh, ultimate yeah, but, waifu yeah, yeah. proceeds, uh, and and certainly has to be talked about further because and how will we ever? It? How will we ever know? We should have a whole episode about. Best waifu. She Best has like a waifu tournament. Oh, oh for sure, for sure. But I, what I'm saying okay. is that <laughs> Fire Emblem, like a, a game like Fire Emblem, has sort this of man. anime aspects that are built there, into the game. What? There's a Fire Emblem gotcha game. It, it probably has waifus, right? There is Fire Emblem Heroes. Mm-hmm. I played it. I played Fire Emblem Heroes for a good amount of time. But when, as soon as I got Lucina in the bunny outfit, I understood one very true thing. Nothing could be better than this. And so I just I stopped playing the game. Mm. I got Lucina in the bunny outfit. What what, what, what summer summer Lucina? There is nothing better than Buncina. So I just stopped playing. What what'd you I call Hey, pl- please repeat that, Kenny. What'd you call her? Buncina? But uh, one more time. Bun Cena? Oh, like Bunny and Lucina Cause put together? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cuz she cuz she got bun. Cuz she got buns, huh? Uh, isn't there? Isn't Bunny Suit Ariana Grande also in a Final Fantasy game or something? That's that Final Fantasy yeah. Gotcha game. That's crazy, dude. Um, but yeah, I think that in even Final Fantasy, which we uh, mentioned briefly, yeah, has has these sort of anime tropes. Like Cloud is a classic anime protagonist. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, what? yeah, it's Japan, and, dude. They know what they're about. Exactly. <laughs> they're the story structures and styles in Japanese RPGs often very much mirror what i like and enjoy in anime right and okay having what no keep going sorry oh. i was gonna i was have, gonna start the next sentence but I, you had something else to say and i just i think that that's that's very cool and i think that like games like persona mm-hmm. which are literally just like playing anime are uh, another sort of avenue that anime as a as a hobby can be enjoyed through. And I, I, I really just in, enjoy that. And I think that it's very cool that those sorts of things uh, occur. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. Wow, why am I yawning like that? Did that point for you, Jerry? I guess. Jesus Christ. Jerry Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. No, Um. so David, your question, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. When we think anime games based off of anime, yep. what, what comes to mind? Mm-hmm. And I'll say it right now. Dragon Ball Z, Budokai. Yep. Oh, Tenkaichi Three. I mean, Oof. any of the Budokais, but okay. Let's, let's to me, Budokai Three and Tenkaichi Three, oddly enough, do stand Are, out. Yeah, like nobody played Dragon Ball Z Budokai Two. Like I don't even know why they made that one, but Budokai yeah. Three. Budokai Three. Budokai Tenkaichi Two. Never heard of it. Budokai Tenkaichi yeah. Three. That shit's hot. 
Um, you hear three, and you don't <laughs> think of oh, there was obviously a one and a two. You just think three. Two That's all trash. I need. We need three. We need a third one. Three. I'm surprised three. there's a. I'm I'm just waiting for Dragon Ball Xenoverse three. That's probably going to be the best one too. Oh yeah. Um, Ooh. no, but when I think anime games, I always think back to my experience playing Budokai as a kid because yeah. I don't know how much you remember it, David, but you know the OG Budokai. The first three Budokais are all on a 2D plane, but in 3D models. Then Tenkaichi yeah. allows you to open up, and you you know you can fly around and shit. And that yeah. as a kid, that was wild. I was like, "What?" I said, "Goku can what?" Yeah. Um, and, and that's the style of a lot of anime fighters now. Like uh, there yeah. are standard a, 2D fighters, but but the Ninja Storm games, the JoJo's Eyes of Heaven game, the, mm-hmm. you know, tons of anime fighting. Uh, what's the jump? To a lesser extent, Jump uh, Force. Yeah, J Star's Victory versus um, One Piece. Uh, re, re, what was it called, boys? I don't know. One Piece. The one piece there was a One Piece fighting game. Oh, uh, Pirate Warriors, which is well, the, uh, a little different, oh, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, a lot of fighters. anime games have sort of gone in that direction with the fighters. Even My Hero One's Justice, to an extent, is sort yeah, of that three D yep. plane of fighter. Um, yeah, I would say Tenkaichi is the reason that that ever, that that ever happened, right? Like mm-hmm. if Tenkaichi hadn't been as successful as it was, would have other anime games ever experimented? Cause if you remember Kenny and David, you guys probably played them too. Do you remember where the Naruto fighting game started? Um, the original ultimate ninja series, uh, was uh, 2d. It was 2d just yeah, like Budokai. Really? It was well, what? 3d, it was 3d models on a 2d plane. Uh, um, you couldn't. You there, could, there was the um. Oh, what was it called? Not was it Clash of Ninja? Maybe. No, I think that was a. I think that was a arena fighter. Oh yeah, you're thinking. Uh, is that? I think that was the one on GameCube. The one I'm thinking of is the Ultimate Ninja series, which. Yeah. Ultimate Ninja series is crazy because there was like four games or four or five on the PS2, like three on the PlayStation Portable. Um, you know, and then there's like four yeah. more on the on the PlayStation two, three, and four. I think there was like two on the three and like two on the four, but they ported all of them up to the four also. Um, Cause then it became ultimate Ninja storm when they moved it up. Um, and then there's generation. Yeah. There was just so many, but that game eventually evolved into being a 3d planar fighter as well. And I think Tenkaichi is the reason that they ever tried that with Naruto. Um, but yeah, for me, Budokai is the first experience. Cause I just remember staying up late at night for hours, you know, trying to unlock every capsule in Budokai because you could unlock all the moves and you could give different characters different moves. Um, mm-hmm. I remember just unlocking every character because Budokai 3 had a, like a hundred characters or some shit. Um, yeah. You had to move around the map. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's like one of the games that has the most playable fighting fighting characters oh, I'm, in it. It wouldn't even surprise me because there's that one game. Isn't there like one stupid game that has like more playable yeah. fighters than all of them? It's like not even an anime game. It's like some game that they... Um, they like made it just to have I the most they, people in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They made some stupid game just to uh, just to do it. it. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Do you guys know? Let me look it up. I'm looking it up. I, look it, it's some dumb name. I can't. Remember. I don't remember. But I do think yeah, anime often does lean into fighters, and even now they're anime fighter like like. Oh like, wait, Dragon Ball Fighters is one. It of looks the like just this year there is a wrestling oh, game. Yeah. A wrestling game beat beat the uh No way. Yeah. They like beat WWE? It. Yeah, no, Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. What is this game with three hundred and twenty seven playable characters? Oh my we, god. We we don't count that. Yeah, I'm about to say does that but, even count? 
But okay, if they made a JoJo's fighting game yeah. off the Dragon Ball uh, Fighter Z engine, yeah. like it, like a, a oh, anime fighter style. Yes, David. that would be insane. That and, would be insane, and it would be crazy because you know Arxis is it Arxis? Who Arxis. Made, yeah, Arxis. Who made the old? JoJo's fighter, Kenny. Oh, Capcom. Capcom. Okay, David. Capcom. Uh, if you don't know, yeah, way back in the day, there was a 2D fighter that Capcom actually produced. That's JoJo's. Yep. And if you've yeah. never played it, it's mind-blowing. It, look, it looks just like MVC2, right? But it's JoJo's yes. characters? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mind-blowing. They have such a large swath of characters, too, that a fighting game would be so fun. And when the it, day comes that we get a Dragon Ball Fighters level JoJo game... Oh my god! I'm shitting. A, I'm shitting a brick. Bro. I'm shitting a brick. The pose. I'm shitting a brick. Someone call Arxis. They need to make me shit a brick because, uh, hey, Arc System works. Make a JoJo 2D fighter because that, Jerry's, Jerry's gonna shit a brick. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. But that would be yeah. an amazing game. JoJo's I, such a bro. I would do anything. I would throw all my money. I don't have yeah. a lot of it, but I'll just yeah. throw it all. And I will say there was a PS3 that. fighting game. Kenny was it called All Star something? What JoJo's. The one JoJo's, we were watching the other day. Yeah, All-Star. It's like All-Star. Yeah. I don't know. They said it's some words. I, it's pretty hard to track down nowadays because it, it only released, I think, on the PlayStation 3 Marketplace. Yeah. Um, it, it was a JoJo's. Did it be a physical release? I don't, I don't think, think it, so. not in the U.S. I think well, it did in Japan. Actually, lots of anime games and Japanese games like that. Don't do get. That. Yeah. yeah. Phoenix Wright, like the last couple games have only been download only. Yup. Um, Which... Visual novels is another thing I like to talk about. But yeah, Those so games. what was I gonna say? Okay, yeah, JoJo's that would be freaking dope. We I think we'd all love to see it at like that. I think I I keep saying it, but why don't we have a One Piece two D fighter like fighters? Yeah. You know, could you imagine that Honestly. guys like, um, yeah, like One Piece has so many characters to play around with, and um. Burning Blood, that's the game I was thinking of earlier. The three the last three D yeah, kind of like arena cool. fighter they did was really fun for me at least. Um and yeah, pretty yeah. pretty well done. Uh, it didn't get the yeah. best reviews, but I, I thought it was actually I played it all the way through. I had a lot Shonen of fun with Jump. it. Here okay, let me say it right now. Shonen Jump needs to team up with Arc System Works and just make a new style jump ultimate stars in the style of Dragon Ball Fighters for Shonen Jump characters. Let me fight Luffy and Yusuke. Let me fight Jojo and Dio. They need to team up. Arc System Kenny, Works needs to team Josuke? up. With Shonen call, Jump. Someone needs to hire this man right now. Kenny, yeah. get on a plane to Japan. I'm done. No. Look, I, we can put Deku in the game. He's popular. Could you imagine? Uh, I feel like a game like that would sell millions. I, I mean, of dollars yeah. and copies. Well, and then it would be it, it would be, be an Evo like yeah. And I think that Dragon Ball Fighters has has a great the the destructive finish aspect and fighting games in general are hype and I think that an anime is hype and so having those cool ass destructive finishes in tournaments are so crazy like whatever if you have Gohan beat Cell in a you know grand finals where you come back and it it plays that cinematic it's so hype. That, like, that like watching Evo with yeah. those types of dramatic finishes just makes things like the the watching experience so much yeah. more enjoyable. And they don't they don't skip intros either. Like it, there's like yeah. a, a unwritten rule where in Dragon Ball Fighters you don't skip intros because you want your characters to walk out and say their shit. Like 
uh, like it, it's about to go down. Just so make, I think it's, it's like you're voice. it's like you're actually watching the anime to an yeah. The game watching. Dragon Ball Fighters shipped over two million copies in its first week, becoming the fastest selling Dragon Ball fighting or er, Dragon Ball game of all time. It also set a stream record for the highest number of concurrent users for a fighting game. It was the most entered fighting game at Evo the year that it got put in Evo. 2018, I think? Something like that. It was the most entrance into a fighting game at Evo. Um, It now is sitting at over 5 million copies sold. And if that's not indicative enough of what anime fans want, then I don't know what is. You know, like, we don't... We we enjoy the fan servicey, you know. Jump Force is terrible, um, but uh, <laughs> but we really want that a serious game fighting game where we can play as our favorite characters, and that's all we want. Like Kenny said it perfectly. If they made a Shonen Jump fighter with just fucking fifteen characters, put like yeah. fifteen solid main characters and maybe like a couple. Of yeah. their homies or a bad guy or two here or there, right? And and it was developed at the level of of intricacy as Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, it would take the world by storm. I mean, I don't know if there would be any if I could play as Goku switching back and forth with Gon and fucking Pegasus Seiya to fight Vegeta and uh, I don't know fucking Aizen and um. I don't know, Hisoka or some shit. Oh, well, yeah. You know, if that was my 3v3 team, and it was a 2D fighter, and it looked like fighters, and everything was moves from the manga and anime, and there was an actual, legitimate, like, combo set play style, I'd shit a brick. I'd shit a brick. Yeah. That, I mean... <laughs> that shit a whole damn house. Yeah. I'd shit a house. Yeah. And I think the beauty better find the, a plot Marvel, of land because here it comes, boys. No. The Marvel versus Capcom structure of having teams of three is so cool, and it you know that's what you want. It's you want to have so a cool good. team of anime protagonists beating the shit out of other anime guys. Like, what up? So can we um, talk about the best game to ever do it then? Because what do you mean? David mentioned it earlier, right? Jump Superstars and Jump Ultimate Stars. Oh, is yeah. the best crossover anime games uh, ever? Ever? Probably. Yeah. Is that? I mean, are they the only? Well, I mean, victory, I victory versus and Jump Force since. Um, yeah. Oh, but we don't count those though. The other side, Weekly Shonen Sunday has a couple crossover games, so like Fairy Tale and that squad of people have some crossover games. Um, oh. That only really came out in Japan. Um, you know, there's. I'm sure there's others even that I'm just forgetting. Uh, Battle Stadium Dawn, where it was like Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto fighting each other on the GameCube. Um, that was oh, oh yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah, that's another fun one. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot out there, but um, to me, Jump Superstars and Jump Ultimate Stars. Yeah, it's a 2D fighting game on the DS, but like. You can play it for hours, dude. Like it's just so yeah. much fun. Like it I mean it's Smash yeah. Brothers meets it's Smash Brothers meets 2D party game meets uh 2D fighter. Um yeah. 
you know, with a little bit of like figuring out your team by like building these like manga panels. Yeah, and like that, that's one of the coolest, the coolest aspects part. of the game. Yeah, yeah it's like part of the game. put your team together with these manga panels. Click to switch characters. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of different challenges. I mean, just a fun, fun game to play. Even as someone that's an American speaker, I played it for hours. I all I, I, I feel like my old copy. I had almost 100%ed it and I had like the the English guide like saved on my freaking desktop so I could like sit there and like yeah. you know look at what all the rules were and I'd like uh, and I'd like play it and I'd like switch back and forth. Uh kid me love Joe Ultimate Stars like yeah. Gosh, there's just no they haven't recaptured that in any of the other jump games. And we all yeah. we all hoped it was going to happen with J Stars Victory versus Plus. I think we all hoped it was going to happen with Jump Force. We saw that first trailer where Light's standing on that tower, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then it turns out Jump Force is actually just a steaming pile of shit. It was a surprise. It was just a steaming pile of shit in disguise, guys. Who would have thought? Who would have guessed? I'm going to look up who. who, uh, Probably probably steaming pile of shit studios. I don't know why they put... They need to stop putting money into these bad games and just do, like, team up with Arxis or team up with Capcom. Don't worry, Kenny. With- there's a new. There's a new. Um, they're about to put more characters into uh, into Jump, Jump Force. Force. Yeah, I think they just yeah. uh, announced more DLC. Like yeah, I think EA was like recently added. Mm-hmm. They've. Right. Uh, I think they also added um, Killua, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, Black Clover. Uh, oh no, not Killua. Uh, Muriam. Mur- Mur- God, I can never say his name. The bad Baron. guy, Maruim. Got added. Dive from Dragon Quest was added too. Yep, Giorno Giovanna oh, right. got added. Giorno. They added Giorno. They added Hiei. Uh, they fa- they they put in Law from One Piece. Um, they added a bunch of my hero guys. Yeah, All Might, Bakugo, and Todoroki all got added as DLC. Hitsugaya got added as del- as DLC from Bleach. Biscuit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of characters that they. Yeah. I'm I'm just still. It doesn't make it a better game. You can't just cram more yeah. DLC characters in there and hope the game gets better. Too too bad, Jump Force. You missed your chance. Make 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 new game. Make better. That's what I'm going to tell them. And you know, you even can look at Arxis's uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Incredible. Where they've got their Blaze Blue characters. They've got uh, characters from Undernight uh, Inbirth. Right. They've got characters from Persona, the Persona Arena characters, and they've got. Uh, characters from Ruby and like that sort of eclectic band mm. of, of characters put mm. in an anime fighter. Anime fighters, I I are my favorite style of fighters. Like I love Street Fighter. I'm whatever about Tekken, but anime style fighters like Blaze Blue, like Dragon Ball fighters, are my favorite. Where type does of that fighters. Where does that originate? Where did the anime fighter mean? originate? I I can't remember like where. Like, what is one of the oldest examples of an anime fighter? Because I, I think I think the earliest one there was like a Super Nintendo game. It was like a Dragon Ball Z game, and it was a mm. fighting game. And I right. think yeah. I think every single anime game shown in anime game since then has just has been some, like fighting. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's weird to me that it's so like ingrained. Like the anime fighter is like a, it's just a thing, right? Like yeah, we just can't get away from it. It's its own style of of fighting game. Honestly. Right now, like, now it has yeah. become like. Dragon Ball Fighters, Blaze Blue, those are a style of fighting games with it, with a yeah. unique set of like rules. Guilty Gear, right, predates that yeah. as like a very serious anime fighter, anime style fighter. 
because um, like in in Street Fighter, there are characters that are similar, and a lot of the motions and movements are the same. But anime fighters often have the special button where each character has a very distinct style of fighting. Right? right. They have a very like their special moves are only their special moves, and yep. they play exactly how that they play. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I think that leans really heavily into anime and manga because each character is like that. And I I think that a, a shonen a shonen three button fighter with a special button would be so cool. Think the special buttons for Dio and Jotaro would summon their stands. Like think about that. Or, well, or the use I, of men for gone. I just nutted. It's done. Yeah. Game over, dude. You, you know that Goku and Vegeta, their their special button would be a transformation button. Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2. Like, I think okay. that, you know, having the the distinct specialty for each character lead it, it leans into how anime and manga characterize their characters. Right. Think Dude, about I have a, uh, Oh, sorry, Kenny. No, I was just going to be like, think about Yuji Itadori. Like, what would his special button be? I think that those sorts of ideas, thinking about what would their special moves and abilities be, is so fun to think about. Just to think about, if you were creating it, I feel like it'd be really fun to do. So, to kind of change gears a little bit, so out of curiosity, and this is probably an easy, obvious question, but do you guys think... Do you guys think that the the anime sells the games or do you think the games sell the anime? Okay, I gotta be up front. I think that there was a time when the games, strangely enough, this is gonna sound weird, in the United States, the games were selling the anime. I, I yeah. think that there was a time um, where games like One Piece, Pirate Cruise on the GameCube, and Dragon Ball Z Budokai, people were playing the games mm. first and then wa- going back and watching the show. I do think that that happened. Um, I can name people from my childhood that that was their experience. I think now, due to the flip in the culture of anime, which we've talked about a little before, yep. um, right. the popularity of it, it, it's now reversed. People are, even if maybe they see the Seven Deadly Sins PlayStation game or whatever, and they're like, oh, what is that? Um they most likely are only picking that up because they have an interest in anime in general. And then they might go check out seven deadly sins after they played the game, if they liked it. Um, so maybe there is still a little bit of it, but I think more clearly now people have switched and they're, they're picking up. I'm only going to buy an anime game from an anime I've watched or that I'm a fan of at this point, you know, like, especially just because yeah, of the, the like way. the staggering, qual- like the quality of anime games is pretty fucking low. And um, wow. nowadays, unfortunately, so it's mostly just like, fan service at this point very few anime games really are great games and the last one in my mind is dragon ball fighters that was a great yeah, video yeah. game more so than it was just a great anime game mm-hmm. hey, dragon and ball there, fighters might, a, might be the best anime game of all time honestly there's a grand blue fantasy versus which is fairly new which is based on actually based on a phone game which became an anime it had the animation and then had the uh, the anime style fighter, mm-hmm. um, that one's fairly new and also I think is a great a great fighting game. Um, yeah, I think that one's pretty popular. Yeah, but then you you know I also want to talk about. Wait, you think that that game sells the rest of the the source or wait? I, I yeah. got confused. I, 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 oh, I think okay. that, I think that, I think that people pick up the fighting game First. and then tune into the anime and possibly 
the old home game. It's selling the rest um, of the the media franchise. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I know that that I was never interested in the show, but as soon as the game came out, I became interested in the show. Actually, I didn't even know there was other media in it. I thought it was just a game, and I've want, been wanting to yeah. play it. So that's really weird yeah. that it. it yeah, it I didn't know me. there was an anime either. Got yeah. me. It got there's me. A, a... So, and then I also want to talk about like visual novel style puzzle games, I guess, like Danganronpa, like Phoenix Wright, that are basically just like reading a manga, if we're being totally honest. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like a, yeah. It's, it's reading a fun manga, and Danganronpa in particular is, is so wonderfully anime that once it became an anime, it was it was so obvious, but it was such a cool and fun David, game. David, you, you watch it? Was. You ever seen I, I haven't. It's on my Steam wish list. I've been wanting to play the games first. The games and are then fun. Watch the anime. Uh, I think actually the second game is better than the first one, which is the first Here's one the is a really fun, really interesting game. Here's the thing about the anime, David. Season one, a lot of fun. Uh, then they pretty much just gave a big fuck you to everyone that watched the first season, and they made they adapted what like the third game as the second season. Or some no, stupid so shit. Season one is the first game. Then the second game story happened. And then season the season two is uh a It's a sequel to half, the second game, right? It's a sequel to the second game as well as a prequel to the second game. Because it runs in two blocks. So there are things that occur after the end of the second game, and there are things that occur prior to the events of the second game leading up to it and this is why i never watched i watched the first season i loved it season two came out and i said well we're a fan not a fan fuck dong and Roomba. no i just didn't even try I it i didn't watch it because i didn't understand what was going on yeah he didn't uh, see the game i didn't yeah i didn't play the game so i was like what's going on i was like i can't watch this i see yeah so i don't know why they did that because they brought in a huge fan base uh with the first season that got people interested. So why not just directly adapt the second game? Like, why the fuck did they do that? I don't know. I'm pissed. Because the second game is so good. And or, or, it's so initially, good, Jerry. You I guess I have to fucking actually, play it. Guess I gotta yeah, fucking you, play it. <laughs> you couldn't actually play the first game in English. The second game came out first. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Dude, I, fuck Dungeon sure Ropa, dude. I played okay, the, not the timeline's fucking me. Yeah, it's I not good. I played the first game, I think, on like a shitty ROM on my old computer, and it, it it didn't run correctly. And so like you would like blink like this through the hallways, and I would just have to be like, oh, I don't know. But once you would get to any of the, the talking, the visual novel parts or the trial sections, everything would work fine. Right. But just like walking through the hallways, I would be like, oh no, Kenny's Kenny's laptop. Yeah, it was like fucking 2008. Yeah, so what? What are you? Laptop. What are you thinking, Kenny? What about Danganronpa though? Now that we're down this rabbit hole, I just think that those types of games, like there are different avenues through which anime is expressed through games. I think that that's one that I really enjoy. I'm a big fan of visual novel style puzzle games, like Phoenix Wright, like Danganronpa, like uh, Zero Escape, um, and I think that it's not talked about as much. And I think that a lot of cool and fun and interesting characters are created in these these sort of visual novel games. Well, uh, yeah, Zero Escape, they're, well, they're just animes, but you play them. Yeah, they're just animes, but you play them, and that's what I like. That's okay? literally all it is. Zero Escape, uh, the second Zero Escape game is one of the best uh, 
puzzlers, and here like, here's a, the best. Here's an example of puzzlers. here's an example of the guy that uh, figured figured out that this is what we're gonna do. He goes he goes. Wait a second. It's like anime, but we play it. And that's yeah. it. That's it. That's the. That's the. That's, that's, it? that's the moment he said. He said, "No way, we're gonna sell millions. We're gonna sell billions. Yeah. It's like anime, and there, but you play it." And there are tons of like, like <laughs> literal visual novel games that I don't play. I don't play a ton of them, but the the particular outcropping of puzzlers that are visual novel games are really fun and interesting, and the way they they work the gameplay mechanics into Jeez. the story is really cool. And I, I, I really enjoy those types what else, of games. Kenny, what else is the, uh, like to me, Danganronpa and Phoenix Wright are uh, pretty much identical. No, but they're the, uh, they're like the, the, the standard bearers in the United States. Does, yeah. is there any other visual novel that has, cause in Japan, most of the visual novels people are playing are not they're They're romance games. Yeah. To be up front, what is there another like example of uh, of anything? Doki Doki has... Literature Club. Oh, David! Yeah. I forgot about Doki Doki. Yeah, yeah. It's just literally, just you just point and click, and you just follow. No, along. that is one. It is a visual uh, novel, and it is uh, a. Yeah. It did have kind of a big a big following here in the U.S. to yeah. the point where like there, yeah. Alyssa has a Doki Doki Literature Club blanket. She's never played it. But she has the blanket. Um, There's a, uh, I've, I've played it. I've never finished it. And apparently the, the ending is wild. It's a mind uh, fucked, yeah. right? Yeah. There's, a, yeah. One, there's one big what visual else? novel uh, that that a lot of people talk about. Um, it's called, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of it. It's called The Fate mm. Day Night. Um, oh. <laughs> but Fate Day Night is a multimedia franchise. I have such a hard time calling yeah, it. at this point. Fate Day Night didn't start as a visual novel, did it? That started yeah, a, it as a light it, novel. It started... No, it started as a visual novel, oh, visual novel uh, game, and it's the story, three. You're right. It the did three start. scenarios were based on who you romance and shit. So and that's they're still adapting pathways of that into anime, aren't they? Yeah, it's like part of what's yeah. so God fucking fate, dude. Yeah, that's but crazy. Fate, you're right. Fate spread out of control. That's got to be the fate. There, the fate man. universe has got to be the other. There's example so many fate. It's a hyper There's example so of of a visual novel that has become worldwide fame like has uh, yeah. that appearance and there's there's also actually another big one uh that i really love is professor late is a great visual yeah. novel anime anime style uh puzzler it's a japanese puzzle game i don't know if it fits wholly there's, there's into an, the there's an anime movie is there like actual like ad, like an anime adaptation of yeah it? there is there but are, like the original first professor Layton kenny and you you and i both played it like it was never designed to be a like point and click through a like a novel. It was it's a puzzle game in its first incarnation, really. That has but just developed the, a lot of like visual novel esque storylines as the show as the as the series has gone on. But it's and it's, it's very hmm? it, it's super duper anime. I don't. I, well, I don't it's a Japanese production. Says. It just. I mean, it's yeah. definitely not artistically in anime like traditional anime style. It's more of yeah, a. But it, it's more of a quirky there are tons of, anime style, but there are tons of anime, anime cutscenes. Even yeah. like one of the like, there's a long anime cutscene at the end of the game. No, yeah, so, I, I just am saying that I don't think its original intent was ever to be 
like competitive in the visual novel path. I think it was intended to be more of like a brain teasers, a puzzler. You know, yeah. it's a puzzle game that just developed so much of a cult following that the creators were like, hmm, we could write fun stories, you know. And that's where it yeah. kind of like went out of control and, and not out of control. The later games have really cool stories uh, mixed yeah. in with the puzzle. Some of the so. coolest, yeah. Yeah, so really fun one, stories. Uh, mm. in the chrono. But, so yeah, that it's just interesting how little the, the visual novel genre. To me, the genre of anime games that have the biggest presence in the United States are the fighting games. And we've already spent yeah. a lot of time talking about that. The most, a majority. And number two. Huh? Number two, I'd say, are Japanese RPGs. Yeah, oh, JRPGs JRPGs also have a good following here in America. But JRPGs aren't ever... Wait, maybe you guys know an example. Is there a JRPG where the anime came first? Not often. I know that the Tales of games, in particular, have a lot of anime adaptations. Right. No, there yeah. there have been lots of animes made of JRPGs. That you know, JRPG yeah. comes first, and then an anime gets made uh, from it. But I can't think of any like off the top of my head that like yeah. there was an anime first, and then it got turned into like a really serious JRPG. Um, I mean, yeah, I, maybe maybe Sword Art, but I don't know enough about yeah. these Sword Art games. I haven't played any of them. Yeah. I, I mean they've made all like like just hack and slash. They've made some pretty cool JRPGs for One Piece, the uh, the yeah. Treasure Treasure Cruise series that was on the, the Wii. one on the yeah the one on the Wii. Was it was the one really, on the Wii, really the one cool, on the Wii, really and then uh, they kind of tried to follow it up with that most recent game. I'm, I can't remember what it's called. The most recent One Piece game that was on the PlayStation. Yeah. That one sort of has JRPG elements, but they they dialed it back quite a bit. The Treasure. There's a Dragon Ball Z game that just came out. Oh yeah, Kakarot. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot. Just that's the oh, the yeah. latest Dragon Ball Z um, RPG as well. So so they've definitely pulled like, out. It's like basically like burst limit. Yeah, exactly. It's bare. Yeah. Like when they create these shonen RPGs, to me they're they're always very top layer. You never get like a very intense JRPG. JRPG. I would love to see them take a world like JoJo's and make a Persona level of depth. RPG yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Like, Very cool. what kind of wild experience would that be to play like a, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure JRPG where you're actually like full blown? I mean, Persona is basically JoJo's. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. why. Like, that's why that, I was comparing. That is yeah. JoJo. It's basically JoJo's. They have stands almost. Um, but, yeah. Um, that's why I was thinking of it. But um, yeah, I, that would just be super cool. But yeah, I just can't think yeah. of any. Most of the time, when you think JRPG. It gets adapted into an anime. There's a lot of JRPGs that have been turned into animes, though, right? Uh, Final yeah, Fantasy has yeah. a bunch There's... of anime. Um, Dragon Persona, Quest, obviously. Persona, Tales of, Dot Hack, Jesus, yeah. Um, lots I think, of JRPGs. I think the, the, the Atelier series had yeah. anime adaptation. Yeah, and there's the the Trails in the Sky, Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, yeah. Issa. What I was think that? Has... You remember the Xbox JRPG that was like animated by the guy who made Slam Dunk? Blue Dragon? No, no. no. They were taking Blue Dragon. Yeah. Is they made an anime out of Blue Dragon though too? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there was one that was. Uh, it was made by the guy who made Slam Dunk, and he it was like Xbox's first JRPG, uh-huh. and they like like Carlos loved it as a kid. Um, I love Slam Dunk. What that's go look it up. Takiko Inoue, he did the illustrations for uh, a game. I can't think of the name of the game, but there is. I mean, there's that classic SNES game that sort of had anime aspects. I love uh, it when mangaka get dragged in to do to yeah. do RPG game designs or like do yeah. designs for games. I always think yeah. it's so cool. 
Like um, yeah. the guy Akira who did, Toriyama's done so yeah. many. Yeah, I mean, Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger Chrono Trigger, Blue Dragon, Dragon Quest. Um, what else has Toriyama been sucked into? I don't know. But yeah, Toriyama will do I, I think he'll do anything for a job, dude. No. <laughs> that man that man <laughs> is just gonna do anything. Damn. I don't know. Um They need to get Tite Kubo to make some JRPG characters. Yeah. Just to design the game. Kubo designed I, I believe he did one, yeah. He, no, he worked really? on the game. Not a, did he have his own game, or did he just design some characters for a game? He designed some characters for a game. I thought he designed some characters for like a Soul Calibur game. Is that what I'm remembering? Because that was pretty cool. If I'm oh Lost Odyssey, Lost Odyssey, Lost Odyssey. Thank you, Kenny. No, yeah, that that's a really a really good one. Wait, um, did he really? Have you heard yeah. of Lost? O- no, Lost Odyssey is the uh, is that the Takiko game or? Yeah, yeah, that's the slam dunk. That's the slam dunk guy. Yes, Lost oh, Odyssey. Oh, oh. Was the name of it? Um, I'm trying to remember Tite Kubo. Let's look it up. Game characters. I thought he designed characters for Sakura Wars. Soccer oh, Sakura Wars. I've not even played that. Who was the guy who made Soul Calibur characters? I thought there was a mangaka who got dragged in to do Soul Calibur characters. Am I? Am I? Uh, Toriyama, maybe. No, it definitely was not Toriyama. Soul Calibur manga. Hero, uh, Hero, Oh, I think what? the Nar. I think uh, not Odo. What's the Naruto authors? Masashi Kishimoto. Yeah, I think Kishimoto designed some characters for Soul Calibur. No, don't. You, now you're just saying whatever. I'm like, wait. No, I'm for real, bro. <laughs> Stop, dude. I think it was actually Araki. Oh, I think no, Araki Kishi- designed that. Kishimoto designed that Tekken character. Stop. Did he really? Yeah. Remember? Uh, what's that? Dumbass's name. Oh, um, Lars. Lars. Yeah. Because because Lars really? is a playable character in uh uh Ultimate Ninja Storm. Oh, is he really? He designed the Tekken character. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't know that. Guys, I've got to figure out who these who the Soul Calibur one I'm thinking of is. Moringa author. I remember he designed like three characters for Soul Calibur four. Who are these ones that I'm? Guys, you gotta help me figure this out, please. I... Before this, before the end of this podcast, someone's gotta figure it out for me. Uh, well, yeah. well, while, while we're figuring that out, um, oh, I, I figured I it out! I figured it out! I figured it out! Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Kenny, do you remember the manga Air Gear? Oh yes, Soul Calibur Four. There's a character named Ash Lati. Is her name? Um, yeah. Or yeah, four. Um, and that character was designed by O Great, the author of Air Gear and Tinjo Tenge. I was like, why can I not remember this shit? Um, yes. Well, Tinjo Tenge is a fucking. They brought in O Great to design those characters. I was about to blow a gasket if I couldn't think of that, y'all. That was about to make me so mad. Whatever. So, Damn, okay. I forgot about Air Gear. I want to watch Air Gear now. Let's talk. So, we've talked a lot about games we really like, uh, games that have come over to America. We've talked about JRPGs. We've talked about fucking visual novels we've talked about fighting games we talked about all the good goods david briefly brought it up what is the worst of the worst what is what is what's the worst of the worst when it comes to anime games what do we hate about Uh, anime games man the just i I, oh you, you go kenny there's just an immense amount of jrpgs with no depth whatsoever ever with just anime titty girls, and that's all that truly matters to them. And give me, give me. Do you remember one that jumps out? 
Fuck, bro, I don't even remember the names of these damn games. Like, because they're they're a dime a dozen. Go look, go look at the PS3's fucking library, and what you'll find. Do you guys remember Disagia? Yeah, Disgaea. 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 Disagia, yeah. Disgaea. I can't even say it right. Disgaea? Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. What? Whatever happened to that one? I feel like people really liked that for a minute, and then it just this like, guy. Is, this guy is cool. It's basically like Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a really popular game. It's still out there. That was a bad bad example. Oh, I was like trying to find one that was like I just never played it, so I didn't know if it was ever good. Do, um, do you guys remember? I I think the worst, probably the worst game for me, and so this was probably, I think this is the only fighting. The only Bleach game that I've played. Oh no! And it was on the Wii. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was like a fighting game, two D, like a one v one fighting. But you had to like, like just, just, uh, just wave your Wiimote as fast as you can, and like the characters oh, are just like, I like, do remember this. Just, like they just stand there and just like flash. Yeah, and that was that's it. it. That's all. And uh, probably like I played like... that entire game. I put a, probably too many hours in it. But just I was like, this game fucking sucks. Why am I yeah. wasting my life in this game? But I still played it. Yeah, probably, I, I was probably like, like burn the soul or heat the soul or I don't know. I just feel yeah. like every Bleach game was like fucking like it had some sort of title that was like make the shadows cry. Ble-, you know, bleach, yeah. bleach the touching of the darkness or like you know, every Bleach game is ass. Yeah. Every Bleach game is ass. No, Bleach heat the soul two for the Nintendo DS. No, it's not heat the soul two, Kenny. It's it's Bleach. You're right though. It's Let something too. It's it's bleach. Bleach heat the soul eight. No, bleach. There's a bleach. It's called bleach dark souls, David. Bleach dark souls is the one you want to look at. Oh wait, uh, that's the. Is that like a? It is a 2D fighter on the DS. Bleach dark souls. It was the second in a series. The first one was called Bleach: The Blade of Fate. Bleach, Man, this game looks like ass. It was developed it's by a company super- named Treasure. And they're known for a lot of really cool 2D fighting games, including I thought they had worked on, um, I thought they had, had some sort of involvement either in Jump Ultimate or something like that. No, I guess not. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Bleach, Dark Souls for the two for the DS is unquestionably the, the, ble- the best Bleach game that they ever made. And, and the is, beauty of it, it. The DS download play is the weirdest fucking thing that anybody ever thought of. Oh, yeah. You can a, play. But you can have one game, cartridge. You can play with everybody, all your friends. Yeah. You, you can do four-player Bleach with one copy of the game. Yeah, you can just sit around. As long as everyone has a DS, they can just download play and, like, fucking yeah, everyone can fight. Play. I remember that shit. Yes, dude. The game's fun as hell, okay? And to you, me, you can play everything. It's not even, like, limited in any way. No, it's so much fun. The Bleach, The Bleach game... For the DS guys, that's the best. Okay. But yeah, the the Bleach Wii game is absolute ass, dude. I mean, yeah, I, I I can't even think about. I think a I scenario. rented it from like a Blockbusters or something. Oh, that's oh. crazy! That's crazy! Oh, oh, yeah. flashbacks! Um, oh, David, yeah. it was called. I was so close. It was called Bleach Shattered Blade. Bleach yes. Shattered Blade. <laughs> Bleach Shattered Blade. Yeah, that's so that. ridiculous. There that's such so a stupid name. I think that, I think it's like a feeling when you. Like, as a kid, when you would go to the store, because, like, I don't know, like, for me, I had times when my parents were like, okay, you can rent a game. And I would, like, go and, like, look at one, like, which one do I want? And I would see anime, 
I'm like, oh, I love the anime. Maybe the game's fun. Yep. And then yep. you get it, you go home, and you're disappointed. And I feel like, like more right. often than not, you would get disappointed because yep. the games were poorly made. I feel like most of the yeah, most of the early 2000s anime games were just like shovelware. Like they just they forced them out. Yeah. Just to get some fan service and some dollar bills out of these kids, which is really sad because I think that we deserve better. And Jump Force is a sad, like modern example of shovel. Like, yeah. you know, even the My Hero fighting games are kind of ass. The One Punch Man I fighting agree. game, the Seven Deadly Sins one that just came out, the Black Clover, the Fairy Tale. It's all just like it's all booty. Even though it's on PS4, it's booty. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about Black Clover. They had like a it's like a four player like arena fighter. Yeah, cool. and I know about it's, it. Uh, like Phantom Knight. I yeah, think? I think that's it. Quartet Knights. Yeah, and it. <laughs> Quartet Knights. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. I think it's the only. Is it the only Black Clover game they've made? No, there's others, but I oh. think that's like the big, the biggest budget one. Yeah. Kind of surprised me so... that they made that one, but uh, Metacritic gave it a, a whopping fifty-three percent. Um. Okay. Also, I just have feel I feel I feel obligated to do this. Here's some of the subtitles of Bleach games that came out over the years. We had Bleach, <laughs> we had Bleach Blade Battlers, Bleach the Blade of Fate, Bleach Dark Souls, Bleach the Third Phantom, Bleach the Fourth Flamebringer. Uh, here's one of my favorites: Bleach GameCube Death Gods Meeting in the Twilight. <laughs> Bleach the Shattered Blade, Bleach versus Crusade, Bleach Heat the Soul 1 through 8, um Bleach Soul Carnival. We have a Soul Carnival. Um this one doesn't even have an English translation, so I'm curious what it would translate it to. Bleach Advance Kuranini Somaru Soul Society. So someone out there that speaks Japanese, what the fuck was Kuranini Kuranini Somaru because I bet it's something ridiculous. Oh, and don't even forget about Bleach Soul Ignition. Bleach Soul Ignition. Oh, baby. And then we've got the newer iOS games, which are Bleach Brave Souls and Bleach... Check. This one's real. They really thought deep on this one. Bleach Paradise Lost. Bleach Paradise huh? Lost. They recently made a Bleach... Gotcha I game. started out with just like like Dark Soul or like whatever. It's just like Bleach Souls, whatever. And then it got like super... I can't remember what the titles were, but it got like super poetic. <laughs> yeah. And then the most recent one was like Bleach Brave Souls. Yeah. It's like back. Honestly, it's dude, like, back. oh yeah. Death God's Meeting in the Twilight has got to be the best title of a video game ever created. Bleach Death Honestly, God's yeah. Meeting in the Twilight. What the fuck? They were like, they're like, guys, no one's <laughs> buying the Bleach GameCube game. They just don't want it. What are we going to call it? <laughs> fuck it. Death God's Meeting in the Twilight. Sell it. Ship it. That, <laughs> we're done. That's no. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty damn poetic. Honestly, it's kind of impressive. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty badass name. Kind of. Blue you know, I take it back. Like that's that's an awesome name. Oh, D- Paradise if I Lost. Store, I'd buy it. And be like, you know what? Like, Death God's meeting in the Twilight. Let's fuck it up. Um, if you didn't know, David, there is a gotcha game for Bleach, and I feel like you probably should go download it, it because you can get Wait. the bur- you can get the Burn no, the Witch Girls. Not the gotchas, bro. They just did a they just did a Burn the Witch crossover, so you can get the Burn the Witch Girls in it. Um, Look, I played the One Piece gotcha game, and I couldn't get into it. So maybe I can't get into the wait or Hime. Wait, I might have to. Get... I'm pretty sure it's Bleach Brave Souls. I think that's the one that it is. It, here's okay. Here's let me tell you. Whenever they come out with Bleach, the Soul Blade Souls, that's whenever you know they they're two naming conventions: Swords and Souls. Smash them together. You're right. You're right, Kenny. They gave up. They 
everyone was either bleach something about swords or bleach something about souls, and then they said yep. fucking blade souls. No, I'm blade not. souls, soul blade. Jerry, Jerry yeah. Kenny, you should look up. You should look up bleach brave souls summer party or hime. I'm doing. Oh it. I have to see no. This. This I shit is wild. As it everyone truly comes back, everyone, everyone in starting position, waifus are all that's important. <laughs> to look bring at, this conversation full circle, my boys. Full circle. Bleach, full circle. Brave Souls, Summer Orihime. Oh my Jesus motherfucking Christ. This what have they done? Wild. What Why? have they done? Oh Dang! They got all they got all the girls in swimsuits. Damn it! You 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 probably have to pay so much money for her. She's an ultra. They're, they're not even like Orihime's tits aren't even that huge, bro. Like they're, they're large, but they're not that huge. That those are like some hentai titties, bro. They bro. got they got Nell in her swimsuit. They got Yorichi. They got Harabel. Holy shit, Soy Fawn. Oh my giant god! Super we we simping tonight, boys. We simping tonight, boys. It's Bleach Brave Souls time. Even better than Genshin Impact. Even better than five whatever, David seven eight or something. Um, what was that one oh called, David? Wait, they have so many. Uh, the other, oh, waifu, the other waifu game. Um. Oh, Epic Seven. Epic Seven. Okay, guys. It's all about the waifus. Well, to bring this conversation to a close, (laughs) here's the deal. Here's the deal. Tifa is my waifu. Anime games are volatile. Mm -hmm. They're not going anywhere. They're going to keep coming out, and occasionally we get a diamond in the rough. There's fighting games. There's RPGs. There's waifu collectors. There's all sorts of things you can do with an anime game. But what you need to do with them is have fun. Because at the end yep. of the day, it's just a lot of fun to play as your favorite anime character. Are we ever going to get an- or like Dragon Ball Z Breath of the Wild? Probably not. We're probably not going to get that. That's probably not going to happen. Are we going to continue to get games that are half-made, filled with glitches, where we get a runaround as Goku and shoot Kai Blast? You damn well better believe it. You damn well better believe it, boys. And that's all we need. That's all we need. All we need is a phone game where we can collect our favorite anime waifus. A couple games where we can live out our power fantasies. Flying through the air as Goku. You know, punching the shit out of someone as Luffy. That's all we need. So anime game creators, just keep giving it to us. Give us... Just the one thing I want to ask for. Don't ever fucking make Jump Force ever again, okay? That (laughs) That was a pile of shit. You guys fucked that one up. You guys really fucked that up. Adding Giorno Giovanni. Doesn't fix it. it. Doesn't fix it. No. That doesn't fix your game. Your game's ass. Um, Which is I love Giorno. Doesn't fix it. Guys, it's been a great conversation about anime games. And I hope that that everyone at home has enjoyed this as well. Um, Kenny, are you going to unravel something for us tonight on this unique episode? I'm going to unravel something. So we're on the topic of video games. And I feel as though video games spiral out of control weird fucking stories and one of our oh. lead, lead offenders we're gonna unravel Jap- a game japanese rpgs and i'm gonna talk about a classic tonight final fantasy 4 has a weird fucking story why does it end like that it makes no goddamn sense so let me let me wait wait, wait. 
Do Final Fantasy IV and Naruto have something in common? Do they both end on I, the moon? I so. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, you think? Ah, okay, let's get it there, Kenny. What's what happened? Okay, so our our edge lord Cecil is a dark knight, and then his friend Kane like betrays him for some reason, but we don't really know why. And then there's these guys all over the world uh, that are like element guys, and so you got to fight some of them, and you find this little girl, but then she becomes a full grown girl. Um, I don't know how that fucking happens. Time moves differently in the summon in the Esper world, except whenever you go there as characters. Um, then you find out the big bad guy. Okay, let me just get to this. Okay, the big bad guy, his name's Golbez. Turns out, guess what? Your edge lord, it's your brother. Also, you're from the moon. You are a moon person, and now you got to go to the moon to stop this giant evil creature from taking over the earth. Why are you a moon person? Why does Kane keep betraying you? Why, why does the what what is going on in this game? This story makes no sense. Okay, it just starts throwing things at the wall, and you're like, oh yeah, that's totally okay. At first, you're like fighting a mist dragon and helping a little girl through the desert and playing with spoony bards, and then you're on the moon. Riding in a giant whale spaceship, fighting Jesus. an untold evil with your brother, who's also a moon guy. So, just like in anime, just like in manga, video games follow the same sorts of tropes and spin wildly out of control because stories just are hard. And sometimes you just got to be a moon person. Yeah, I feel like so, when you're writing a game, you're like, you're like, okay, we've come up with like 25 hours of plot. The fuck we doing for the last five? Someone says, I don't know, go, go to the moon. moon. Go, go to the moon. moon, bitch. Go to the moon. Final Fantasy VIII, we go into the moon. Yeah, go I feel like someone was just like, oh, fuck. Guess we're going to the moon. All right, five hours of the moon. Set in the moon? No, I mean. Japan loves going to the moon. I mean, guys, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, what's, going, my what's going on there? Oh, Bro, we, didn't I, I, at all. we didn't I talk about Kingdom Hearts at all, but it, it should have come up, but it didn't. I genuinely could not succinctly explain Kingdom Hearts in an Unraveled moment <laughs> at all. That game makes no goddamn there's sense. Only one, there's only one man uh, up for the job. His name is Brian David Gilbert. If you want to watch yeah. Kingdom Hearts Unravel, go watch that on YouTube. Jesus <laughs> motherfucking and- Christ. And most likely, you still won't understand. It makes no sense. The game makes no goddamn sense. Story elements happen in fucking rhythm games. I Just play some, Kingdom Hearts 2 and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Some of the main story elements uh, of that goddamn game come from a phone game that never came out in America. So, I don't... <laughs> what is life, Kenny? What is life? I don't know. All, all you gotta know is that if they got white hair, they're probably Xanort. That's the answer. If they got white hair, um, they probably got Norted. One more thing before we wrap up. We're officially giving away this volume of Chainsaw Man. Uh, our one entrant, Jimmy. Jimmy. We're sending we're sending this to you. Our one entrant, week. hell yeah. One entrant. Jimmy, you're getting it. Jimmy. If our next in our next giveaway, we'll give you whatever it is too. Jimmy. We'll give just Jimmy all kinds of things. Honestly, dude, you were the only entry. And we're grateful for you for for putting an entry. We you know we've got lots of views on these, so no one else decided to put an entry. 
We decided yep. we're going to give it to you because you're the one who went out of your way to comment. You had a really engaging comment. We're really grateful for that. Um, so thanks so much thanks. for tuning in that time. And, and we'll get a hold of you to get your information so we can get this mailed out to you. So Chainsaw Man Volume 1 is yours, Jimmy. Thank you for entering our first giveaway. One entrant, better than no entrance. No, we're going to give it away. Hell Someone's going to yeah. get Chainsaw Man Volume 1, uh, Jimmy. So we're really excited. And we're going to try to give away more manga uh, in the future. So, uh, Jimmy, yep. hopefully if you keep entering and keep listening, but hopefully more people enter in the future. Manga, um, anime, DVDs, maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll maybe find. Even, maybe even video games. We'll give away more stuff. Um, so it's really exciting. So keep. Sure um, give away free shit. Why not? Right. And shit? I have a second announcement uh, for all of you. The Uncensored Anime Podcast is now fully available on Spotify. Uh, we You can find us on Spotify every single episode so far. Today's episode will be up on Spotify shortly after it goes up on YouTube. We're no longer YouTube exclusive, unfortunately. We will be available across multiple listening platforms that you'll be able to find in the bio down below. So if you made it this far, check out the bio. Consider listening to us over on Spotify, maybe on your drive to work. Um, if you want to hear more anime goodness, we're going to continue to bring you more episodes like this more anime reviews, more anime fans that you're going to be able to interact with. We have a lot more planned here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast because we want to keep talking about all the shit that we love and want you guys to keep talking about it as well. We can't thank you enough for tuning in again here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. We've been doing this for three whole months now. Um, every week, every Friday, we've dropped an episode for three months straight and we plan to keep it up for quite a bit longer. So we're really enjoying doing this and we forever. hope you guys are enjoying... Yeah, maybe forever. No, we're hoping you're enjoying... Uh, and, you know, and tell us down below what are your favorite anime games? What are your favorite, yeah. uh, least favorite anime games? What do you think of when you for you know, if you want to think about these questions, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, a lot of these questions that we we talk about on the episodes, uh, they're questions that we want to hear from the community as well. So if you've stumbled upon this episode for some reason and you're like, wow, I like anime and games, then you're in the right place and uh, tell us down below. So thanks so much for listening. Boys, you generally don't have anything else you want to say, so I'll say it for you. Thanks so much. See you guys next time. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast saying... Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Go on. What about vamp Vampire Night? Wait. This is the Uncensored wait, Anime wait, Podcast wait. saying... <laughs> this, this is the Vampire Night Podcast signing out. Good night. <laughs> I almost, okay, what I have to say, I almost at the very beginning of this episode, when David said he was finally becoming a real weeb, I was going to be like, he finally graduated Vampire Night Academy or something like that. And I just, I totally missed my moment. Um, he finally got out. Oh, man, that would have been <laughs> a good one, bro. Sit boy, David. Sit boy. There's a Vampire Night video game. I'm buying it right now on Amazon. No, I, and we'll say it again right here, right now. If our YouTube channel, the Uncensored Anime Podcast, ever reaches 1,000 subscribers, if we ever reach 1,000 subscribers here on YouTube, we will do a full review of the Vampire Night anime, and Kenny will live stream his entire watching. If zero people are watching him, he will sit there and he will let you watch him watch Vampire Night for yeah. the entirety of the show. Kenny will live stream it. If we can hit a thousand subscribers, we will live stream him watching Vampire Night. I'll watch it with and, you. That and yeah, like David and I will probably show up for parts of it. And we, we will do a full-blown uh, review bitch. of Vampire Night live. So yeah. David, Kenny, and I will go live and review Vampire Night. If we somehow ever make it to a thousand subscribers, we promise that is our plan. We don't yeah. think we're ever going to get to a thousand. So 
<laughs> but if we do, yeah, prove us wrong. If we do, Vampire Night coming your way finally. Uh, the one show that never dies here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast, Vampire Night, baby. Here on the Vampire Night Podcast. <laughs> with that, we are signing off for this week's episode. We will see you next Friday with a special guest, hopefully. We were supposed to have one this week. We didn't have one this week. We've hopefully got him for next week. We'll have another fun and special guest on next week. And maybe a couple more guests before the end of the year as well to talk about different anime topics. Uh, we've got a couple different fun ones planned, so keep coming back every Friday. And we're going to hopefully review another show or two before the end of the year. We've been looking at trying yeah. to maybe do The Great Pretender, so you might be hearing about The Great Pretender coming up, and that's one we're, we're maybe thinking about doing a review. You might hear a review of Konosuba uh, to some degree from us very soon, so if you if that's one of your favorites. Um, and certainly, you're going to be hearing a God of High School review from us here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. That will be coming. Um, so those of you who watched all of God of High School, we know it's done now. You're going to be hearing a, a review of that from us very soon as well. So be excited. Uh, be ecstatic. We've got a lot of fun, new and unique things planned. Uh, that's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to make this happen. With that, this is the Uncensored Anime Podcast signing off. And we are saying...